My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh And a very good afternoon You're with myself, Muhammad Zain Machid. Well, a bit strange for me to be on air during the week At this time um, uh, Just uh, gone to about uh, 12 minutes after the hour of 12 And of course, that is our Ramadan Q&A So the lines are open 021-442-3530 And of course, our SMS line number Which is the easy way to do it 47913 That is 47913 All you do is Type in your message and send it to 47913. And, of course, uh, the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain is joining, joining us online. We'll be answering all of your questions, inshallah. Well, uh, welcome on uh, this uh, beautiful Thursday afternoon. Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan, Brother Muhammad Zain. Ramadan Mubarak to you as well. Wa anta. How's Mufti keeping on this beautiful day? Alhamdulillah, the weather also is nice here. The days are short. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, Mufti, going straight into our very first question this afternoon, it says, is it a a person permissible to go for a walk, uh, almost like a light exercise during the month of Ramadan? بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد all praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of this universe peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa not only is it permissible but it will be desirable for people to do that and then while you are taking your walk and your stroll then you remember Almighty Allah as well Alladheena yadhkuroon Allah those people who remember Almighty Allah standing, sitting, reclining, that is, those are the people who are the intelligent people. So you can indeed our number 021 and of course our SMS line number 47913. Well, one of the questions that came through on SMS, Mufti, at the one uh, listener wants to know, does scratching in my ear with an object, does that break my fast? No. Remember that anything that goes into the ear, whether it is water or whether it is an earbud or even medication, medication also will not eardrops and so forth, will not break the fast. And that is the verdict of the Shafi'is and the Malikis and Hanbalis. The Hanafi ulama initially, hundreds years ago, they used to say it breaks the fast. But even now, the great ulama of the Hanafi school say no, that it does not break the fast when you insert medicine into the ears so therefore you can do that and your fast will be valid well the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussein here on uh, the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and of course taking your calls on 021-442-3530 and of course the easy way to do it is on our SMS line on 47913 now Mufti if one makes Salatul Hajjah how many times must you make it regarding your need for something 
All Mighty Allah Azza wa Jalla has commanded us in the Noble Quran, Wasta'inu bi sabri wa salah, that seek divine assistance through patience and through salat. So patience is our fasting. Now let's say, for example, a person has a need. He wants to buy a certain car, or the person needs a job, or he or she wants to get married. So now you read two rakat salat anytime in the morning or in the afternoon, or at night, or best time will be at suhoor time, three, four, five o'clock in the morning, and you say, Ya Allah, this is my need, and then you read, Kul Ya Al-Kafirun in the first rakat, Kul Wahad in the second rakat, obviously after Surah Fatiha, and after the Salat, you beg Almighty Allah, Ya Allah, these are my needs, Ya Allah, you fulfill it, you are Qadi Al-Hajat, you are the one who fulfills all the needs, inshallah, that will become a reality. Now, Mufti, can Mufti please explain the Witter uh, Hanafi way? Regarding the Hanafi way of Witter, let's just say in Natrawi, now after Tarawi, then we read the Witter and the Imam is Hanafi. So the Imam will say Allah Akbar and then he will pause so people can read Subhanak Allahumma or Inni Wajahtu and then Surah Fatiha and then a Surah and then the Ruku and Sajda and then he will stand up. Then in the second rakat he will read Surah Fatiha and then a Surah and then he will sit for the duration of the Shahud after the second rakat. After that he will stand up and he will read Surah Fatiha and then a Surah. Normally we read Kulullah Wahad because that is Sunnah in the third rakat. And then you say Allah Akbar, you raise your hands to your ears and you say Allah Akbar. And thereafter you make the dua, dua kunut, Allahumma inna nasta'inuka. But any dua is permissible at that time and then you go into ruku and then the sajda and complete your salat the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Husseini on the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and taking your calls on uh, 021442 and of course uh, 47913. Now every year people have been retold over and over how one should fill the sofs, the sufufs, enter the mosque and make salah. Can Mufti please tell us about the etiquette of making jamal salah? We'll get coming from Mufti after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. Welcome back to our Ramadan Q&A on 91.3 FM. You with myself, Mohammed Zain Machid, answering all of your questions on the line, none other than the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein. And we're still taking your calls on 021-442-3530. And of course, quite a busy team on that side. That is, of course, Abida Dixon Mohammed and of course, Zulfa Brown taking the calls. And you can also SMS us. That would be the easy way to do it on the number 47913. And remember, SMSs are charged at 150. The question we posed, Mufti, before the break it says every year people have been retold how one should fill the sufuf enter the mosque and make salah uh, can mufti please tell us about the etiquettes of making jamaah salah mufti First and foremost, when we enter the masjid, we should enter with the right foot. We should read the dua, Bismillah, wa salatu wa salam, ala rasulillah, rabbi fili dunubi, Allah maftahli abwaaba rahmatik. So that is a sunnah dua to read. Oh, Almighty Allah, open the doors of mercy for me and forgive me. And then we should not be running. Many a time, especially in Ramadan, the imam has gone into ruku, and then they make it like the Athlone Stadium. You will think a big races is going on 
on that's wrong. Mustafa said, Alaykum bi sakina, we must maintain the sanctity of the masjid, so walk your normal pace. Ma adraktum fasallu, whatever position you get the imam, then you join the imam. Wama fatakum fatimu, and whatever rakat you must, then that you complete after the imam has made the salam. And remember that we must first fulfill the sufu from the front. Mustafa alayhi salatu salam said, authentic hadith, if in Sahih Muslim, khayru sufu fi rijal awwaruha wa sharruha akhiruha. The best surf for the men is the one right in front, and the worst surf for the men is the one right at the back. So therefore, we should ensure the sufuf are filled up right in front, and then we come from the first to the second and the third. If they are young boys and so forth, then they can be at the back. So in that way, in Islam, we fulfill our duty with beauty. Shukran indeed, uh, Mufti. Uh, next question, a person is a diabetic. Can they draw blood or have a finger pricked during the, the month of Ramadan, Mufti? Does that break the fast? No, that all is permissible. You can donate blood, you can have your finger pricked, all these type of things. And you know that if a person who's diabetic, if he can manage the fasting, then they should continue fasting. And obviously, if it is life-threatening and so forth, and they cannot manage then the whole year, then obviously, then the laws of fidya will come into operation. But normal circumstances, they must continue fasting. Next question, Mufti. The two rakats before Juma and after Juma, is it permissible and what is is the niyyah that one would make for that? According to the Shafi'i, that before the Jumu'ah you read two rakats, and after the Jumu'ah you read two rakats, that both are sunnah, so you make the intention of sunnah according to the Shafi'i. However, the Hanafis will read four and four after that, and another two, so there'll be six afterwards and four before, according to the Hanafis, all sunnah. Shukran indeed. Now, Mufti, can Mufti please advise, is it permissible for a female while under Idda to attend Tarawih Salah? No, definitely not. When she is in Idda, she must remain at home. Her husband has passed away, and now from the time her husband passed away, one thirty days, she must remain at home. She cannot leave the home and say she's going for Jummah Salat or Tarawih Salat. Definitely not permissible. Similarly, if the lady has been divorced, then the Idda is Salat Ataquru, and the Shafi'is and Malikis say that it's three periods of cleanliness, so she should remain at home. And according to the Hanafis and Hanbalis, it means three periods, meaning amenses, so that she, she cannot be leaving the home and say she wants to read Tarawi Salat in the Masjid, so that would not be permissible. Shukran indeed, our number 021442 and of course the easy way to do it is SMS us on the number 47913 and you're tuned to 91.3 FM, that is of course the voice of the Cape. Now I'm one month Hamil but not married, if I get married before the child is born, will the child be regarded as legitimate? Sister, you must remember you and your boyfriend have committed a major, major sin. You need to open the Quran, Kareem, Surah 24, Surah Nur, verse 2. So Surah Nur, chapter 24, verse 2. That both parties, the male and the female, the boyfriend, girlfriend, must get and receive 
hundred lashes in public. Obviously, that cannot take place in countries like ours, but I highlight it so that you know what a major sin it is. So make sincere toba, get married as soon as possible, but the child that will be born will be illegitimate, irrespective of the duration. The bounty of nasab and lineage will not come via haram actions, and that is the verdict of the Shafi'is and the Malikis and the Hanbalis. So therefore, sister, this child will be illegitimate, and the lineage will go to you, the mother, and not to the father. Now, which is the person says, when I do a jama'ah salah, when on Umrah or Hajj, and I have made niyyah to make Maghrib in the time of Aisha, the question is, what what do I make first, uh, Aisha followed by Maghrib, or do I first make Maghrib followed by Aisha? This is called Jamata Akhir, that you will first read Maghrib and thereafter you will read Isha, not the other way around. So remember when you are making Jama Salat and combining the two Salat and you are a Musafir, you are a traveler, then you can do that. You combine Maghrib and Isha in Isha time, but the proviso and condition will be that Maghrib must be read first and then the Isha. Shukran indeed, 0214242530. And the next question says, Mufti, does my wife break my wudu? Yes, according to the Shafi'is, you touch your wife skin to skin, or your wife touch you, you are going now to work, and you just give your wife a nice little peck on her cheek or forehead or neck, so her wuzu is broken, and your wuzu also is broken. So, oh, lamas to nisa, the Shafi'is are very strict on this. However, according to the Hanafis, remember, the wuzu will not break, and both parties, if they were in wuzu, their wuzu remains. Next question, Mufti. It says, Dear Mufti, is it permissible to book her at a restaurant? But we'll get a comment from Mufti whether you can go eat out tonight after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. to Q&A on Ramadan Chine on The Voice of the Cape and still with Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain answering all of your questions. The question we posed Mufti before the break is, Mufti, is it permissible to book her at a restaurant? When people are fasting, obviously, like now in Ramadan, and now you want to go and eat out at a restaurant and so forth, there are conditions if you are going to miss any of your Salat, your Maghrib, or your Isha, or Tarawih, then definitely it is not permissible. So if we are doing it between Maghrib and Isha, and we are reading our Salat on time, and we are not going to a restaurant where alcohol and all that is served, so then we can still say it's permissible, but I will advise you in Ramadan, the best is, you know, local is lacquer that you eat at home. That is the best. Why you want to go here and there? And then you have so much fear that maybe the salat will be must and so forth. So therefore, with conditions only, it will be permissible. But better will be to eat at home. Shukran Mufti, if one makes salah and says Bismillah by accident in the Jalsa or Sajda and realize the mistake immediately, must one start the entire salah over? 
نو 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 ان کیس لجد خور لو قران کریم ستیت ربنا لا تواخذنا ان نسینا او اخطانا او اللہ دو نوٹ ٹیک اس تاس فور دیٹ وچ وی ڈیڈ ان انٹا یو نو فورگیٹفلی اور ان ایڈورٹنٹلی سو دا برادر واز سٹنگ اور سم ادر پوزیشن اینڈ ہی سیڈ بسم اللہ بائی مسٹیک سو یو کنٹینیو وت یور سلات اینڈ ان شاء اللہ یور سلات از ویلڈ Next question, Mufti. Um, the person wants to know if a cat touch a person during salah, does it break your wudu? Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, his name was Abdurrahman bin Sakhar, but he was known as Abu Huraira, the father of the kitten and the cat and so forth. So Mustafa alayhi salatu salam to inform him. <coughs> And Umma at large said, "Inna al-hirat alayhi sallam bi najisin that verily the cat, the kitten are not impure. So therefore, if they come and touch us whilst we are in salat, they come and walk on our musalla and carpet and so forth. So all that is fine. There is no problem with that. And inna ma hiya min al-tawafina alaykum al-tawafat. You see how people make tawaf around the baytullah. The cat, kittens are making tawaf in the house. So leave them, mashallah. Shukran, indeed, Mufti. And number out to one double four two three five three zero. Taking your calls off air or simply SMS us to the number four seven nine one three. That is four seven nine one three. It's anonymous, and of course uh, SMSs are only charged at one hundred fifty. Now, Mufti, is it necessary to have a ghusl before fasting for the month of Ramadan? It's not compulsory, but it's good. Like you know, it's a little vakar mark, inshallah. That now you'll be wide awake to read your tarawih, salat, and so forth. But it is not something compulsory. So, for example, if a person now that before fasting or so, say every time he wants to take a bath, or before tarawih he wants to take a bath, and so forth. So we will say it's good, but not compulsory. But obviously, if there were some you know, gymnastics and nocturnal activities during the night, then ghusl will be compulsory. ریڈنگ say for example that imam is sitting but he is not performing the sajda on the ground then he cannot lead the prayer and cannot be the imam he can be sitting but the condition is he must make sajda on the on the ground and not for example sitting on a chair and leading the prayer then that will not be valid because then he can't make sajda on the ground shikan mufti is fasting when 5 months pregnant is that permissible That's fine as long as you are comfortable and these kind of issues is best you discuss with your gynecologist your doctor but from a islamic perspective there is no prohibition if you manage nicely you should fast no problem Now Mufti I made intention to recite the khatam but got my khayr it's normally 8 days and I will uh, get it again at the end of the month of Ramadan so if I'm not able to complete the khatam in Ramadan can I complete it immediately in Shawwal Almighty Allah will reward you my dear sister for the hadith of Mustafa alayhi salatu wasalam innama al-a'malu bin-niyat the first hadith in Bukhari Sharif so you know that our intentions there and this is beyond your control so inshallah you try your level best to complete it in Ramadan and if you can you complete it in Shawwal Almighty Allah will reward you abundantly Shukran indeed going on to our next question is it permissible for a woman to go for a pap smear in the month of Ramadan Mufti 
Anything that is internal for the lady, remember that will break the fast. All of you must remember these four principles. Anything that enters the mouth, whether it's food, liquid, medication, anything that goes through the nose, you know, medication and so forth, or the back passage medication, then it will nullify and break the fast. And for the ladies, anything that enters the front passage will also nullify and break the fast. So therefore, when you go for internal checkup, pap smear, all that, your fast will be broken. Now, Mufti, a Muslim man who embraced Islam a few months ago, he's struggling to fast the whole day, but will he get punished if he not, doesn't complete the full day, Mufti? Once the person is sane and the person is mature and mashallah he embraced Islam few weeks or few months ago and the days are short also it's winter so we should explain to him that it is compulsory upon him that he must fast every day but now he says he can't manage then obviously he will have to make taza of it in the other 11 months and then he must beg Almighty Allah Azza for forgiveness but it will be considered as a major sin because it is compulsory pass upon him so we should try and give him all the encouragement and explain to him that if he cannot manage then he must make tada afterwards but in the interim he must make toba istighfar beg all Allah azawajalla for forgiveness the voice of uh, mufti abdul qadir hussein joining us on the line from johannesburg and of course answering your questions on the number 021-442-3530 and of course the sms line um, number 47913 91.3 fm uh, well if you've tuned in now for the first time in a few months well that is voice of the cape's own frequency five times stronger 91.3 fm that is the frequency that you need to change over to next question it says after my beloved husband passed away what is the best way i can carry out my idda and is it true that after the idda is over that allah will send him uh, send me a golden tray like the old people say if the idda was accepted we'd get coming from mufti after this my radio station your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. back to the airways of the Voice of the Cape we're into the last few minutes, the last segment of our Q&A this afternoon now the question we posed Mufti before the break, I said Mufti after my beloved husband passed away, what is the best way I can carry out my idda and is it true that after the idda is over that Allah will send him a golden tray like the old people used to say that the idda was accepted, Mufti? We pray Almighty Allah ground your husband genital fiddles. The first thing you should do, sister, is that you make dua, Surah 14, verse 41, and teach your children also the dua, Surah 14, Surah Ibrahim, verse 41. Rabbana filli wali walidiya walil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab. Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me, forgive my beloved parents, forgive the believers. Yawma yaqumul hisab, when the accountability is established. So you should count 130. 
30 days, one, three, oh, days from the time of the death of your husband, and you stay at home as far as possible. You don't win new clothes, no jewelry, no henna, mindy. And then when it expires, never mind one golden tray, sister. That is what people say. Let's see what Almighty Allah says. Surah Zumar, Surah 39, verse 10. إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ That those people who exercise patience, Almighty Allah will reward them fully. So much reward, magnificent reward, بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ There will be no limit for it. It will be unlimited reward. وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبًا قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا لِلْرَاجِعُونَ You, Mustafa, السلام, give great tidings to those who exercise patients. Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 155 and then 156. When the calamity afflicts them, they say, That verily we belong to Allah, unto Allah is a return. So sister, Allah will give you much, much more, provided that you make proper patience and you don't complain. We accept the decree and the verdict of all Allah. I mean, inshallah. Shukran for that, Mufti. Uh, next question, it says, I'm a revert. My husband is part of the Tablighi Jama'ah, and he says, because of this, he should not be working as Allah will provide. I'm struggling to feed and pay the bills for children. Please tell me uh, more about this position, Mufti. What your husband is doing, he embraced Islam, so we can't blame him now. And then he no, she's a revert. She's a revert, the lady. Oh. The ladies oh, are Okay, fine. So what your husband is doing is that he's trying to fool you by telling you that he does not have to work and he wants to be a parasite and live on your earnings and so forth. What he's doing is haram. It is the duty of the husband that he must provide the shelter, he must provide the clothing, the food, everything. Not the wife must provide for him. So because you, sister, have embraced Islam, you... So he is trying to exploit that. Remember, what he is doing is totally incorrect, and the Tablik Jamaat should not be blamed for this. This is this person here just exploiting the situation. So tell your husband what he is doing is absolutely haram, and tell him that Mufti AK is and tell him that you know that we will take out the AK-47 if he lies again. Shukran indeed, Mufti. Lady says, I woke up this morning after Haid. I'm not bleeding. Did not make the rusal after Haid and I have not eaten can this be regarded as a fasting day for me? Sister, yeah, there are three, four scenarios. I'll just mention them to you. Number one is this, that if you were in your haze last night, everything, and then you woke up, if you woke up at suhoor time, and then you notice that there's no bleeding, anything, although you did not take ghusl, but you made intention to fast at that time before the sehri time ended, and you took your ghusl afterwards when the fasting time started, so we will say that your fast is valid. But if you woke up after the Sehri time expired and Fajr time and then you notice that you are not bleeding and now you are thinking that let me fast because you didn't eat. No, your fast will not be valid because you did not make intention before the starting time of the fast. You know, according to majority scholars, the Shafi'is, the Malikis, the Hanbalis, Tabi'it is compulsory intention before the starting time of the fast. But 
وسلم يبيت الصيام فلا صيام له ده حديث فيمز المشكات شريف بلوغ المرام مستدى أحمد so therefore in your case sister your fast will not be valid شكرا diabetic مفتي can they fast while using insulin injection twice a day um, which must be t- uh, before eating actually Remember that if you are injecting yourself with insulin and so forth, and during the fasting hours you are not eating, you are not drinking, then your fast is valid. There's no problem with that. The insulin will not break the fast. That is the injection you are administering yourself and so forth. But if you eat or drink, obviously, then the fast will break during the fasting time. And then a listener says, I'm so used to reading Surah Yasin after Fajr every single day. Now, to make up my khatam this month, I'm reciting the khatam instead. Will this be acceptable, Mufti? You are awake, my dear brother, my dear sister. So just turn it around because you are focusing on the entire Quran Kareem. If you know after Fajr you want to rest or you want to read other part of the Quran, so you just wake up five, ten minutes earlier before Fajr or after Fajr you read your Surah Yasin. This is a topic on its own, but I'll just give you two ahadith quickly. Mustafa alayhi salatu salam said the hadith in Muslim Dharmi, Sunan Dharmi, that Mankara. Whosoever reads Surah Yaseen in the early part of the morning, before Fajr, after Fajr, Allah will fulfill the needs of that person. Second hadith, remember in Tirmidhi Sharif, For everything there is a heart, and the heart of the Quran Kareem is Surah Yaseen. If you read one Surah Yaseen, my dear brother and sister, you get the reward of ten Quran Sharif, complete Quran and the Hadith in Tirmidhi. So don't leave Surah Yasin. Read Surah Yasin daily and you read the other parts of the Quran as well. Shukran indeed, Mufti. Now, Mufti, is it permissible to read at a masjid who does eight rakat uh, of Tarawih, but the entire Quran is being recited within this particular Tarawih? You can read the eight rakats there, but that will not be sufficient. Then you'll have to go home and read the 12 rakats there. Maybe you like that imam or that sheikh's recitation, so therefore you want to go there. That's good that in that eight rakat they are reading the whole Quran. But remember, according to the four school, <coughs> Hanafi, Shafi, Malik, Ambali, 20 rakats must be read, and eight rakats does not have any basis according to the four school. So therefore, if you are reading eight there, you have to go go home, or you get another imam, and then you'll read behind him, and you read the 12 rakats. Just to read eight and go away, that will be sinful, according to majority scholars. Now, this one is really being a high in Ramadan. It said, is it right to smoke weed and go to mosque? Now, someone told me he does that because he concentrates better. Is this right, Mufti? You know, a similar question like this is, one person asked the Imam, the Maulana, Maulana, you'll tell us in Jannah we will get everything. Will we get cigarettes to smoke in Jannah and Paradise? So the Maulana and Imam was a sharp person. He said, yes, but you will have to light it up in Jahannam first, you know, in the fire of hell. So similarly, yeah, brother, you know weed and drugs and dakha and tuk and immense tuk and tuk and all. So all these are haram substances. 
And now you come to the masjid in the month of Ramadan and remember the shaitan puts this now in your mind. No, excel baya concentrate and again, baya moi dunk and all that. This is all waswasa and whisperings of shaitan. You must leave all this, brother. And it's the month of Ramadan. And when you have all these bad thoughts coming, then say, A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajeem. Allah Ta'ala will make it easy for you. InshaAllah. Salam, I have piles. Sometimes it bleeds. Does this break my fast, Mufti? The piles will not break your fast, but if you take medication and insert it through the back passage, then that will break your fast. Shukran indeed. Mufti, that then concludes all our questions for our Q&A uh, this afternoon. Today, Alhamdulillah. For those SMSs, quite a few that has come in that we didn't answer. We'll start with those SMSs in our next program, which will be same time next Thursday, inshallah, between 12 and 1. That leaves us uh, with about two minutes uh, for Mufti just to leave us with some beautiful nasikha, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, we are in the starting still of Ramadan, and tonight, tomorrow will be the first Friday. So each one of us, let us do some reflection and ask ourselves, did one tear come out already? No, in most instances. So let us cry and beg to Almighty Allah, Azawajalla, Ya Allah, forgive me. It is the month of forgiveness. Secondly, let us repay our relationship with our Creator and creation. And third one, dear brother, dear sister, make sure every day we are giving some charity, whether it is one rand, five rand, ten rand, and we do it for the pleasure of all, Mithya Allah, because it is a month of spending, not only receiving, but we spend in the part of Allah, and the next one, fasting is a duty, but the lawat of Quran and the khatam of Quran, that is the beauty of Ramadan, and remember, my dear brother, sister, at suhoor time, we must take out three, four minutes. Allah has mentioned this in two different places in the Quran. At Sehri time, Suhoor time, the pious people make istighfar. If a person, nation makes istighfar, Almighty Allah will increase their wealth for them, bless them with children, and grant them Jannat. All this in the Quran. May all Allah, make this Ramadan a Mubarak one, amin, a amin, one, an accepted one. And inshallah, don't forget our brothers, sisters in Syria, in Palestine, in Egypt, all the Muslim countries and other places. May all Allah, make their plight easy for them. Jazakallah khairan, brother Muhammad Zain. Barakallah fikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was, of course, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain with the program Q&A answering all of your questions. But please do remember that next week we do the same inshallah 91.3 FM that is of course the frequency you can listen to us each and every single day 24-7 inshallah and of course as I said shukran for all your SMSs um, those that we didn't ask today we will start with those questions for next week inshallah